Welcome to Central Moments today. We are still walking through Joshua. And uh, today I, I, I come back to something I've long believed and just want to put before you as simply as I can. You know, sometimes we choose either God's alternatives or even just God's second best for us. And I just believe we live to regret that. I just believe God's second best will always in some way turn around to either seriously complicate our lives or outright victimize us. Whatever you choose over and against God's best, uh, you become a victim to. And Joshua has just made a serious mistake. He has made a peace pact with the Gibeonites, uh, which is right in the heart of the Promised Land where he is pushing nations out. And they said, no, I were from a far land, and they deceived him. He didn't inquire of the Lord. He made a rash decision, and he made a peace pact with them. So here's how the story unfolds in Joshua 10. Now, Adonai Zedek, king of Jerusalem, this is long before King David captured Jerusalem, uh, king of Jerusalem heard that Joshua had taken Ai and totally destroyed it, doing to Ai and its king as he had done to Jericho and its king. And that the people of Gibeon, now Gibeon was only five miles from Jerusalem, the people of Gibeon had made a treaty of peace with Israel and become their allies. So by this deception, Joshua made this rash decision, made a peace treaty with, with a people group right in the middle of the places he was trying to conquer. So here, this is, this is brilliant on the part of Joshua's enemies. They decide Instead of attacking Israel, because we've got to do something to resist, we're going to attack Gibeon. So the five kings and the Amorites, the kings of Jerusalem, Hebron, Jarmuth, Lachish, and Eglon, joined forces. And they moved up with all their troops and took up positions, not against Israel, but against Gibeon, and attacked it. Because they knew that this peace pact that that had been rashly made with Gibeon would complicate and encumber Israel. It would obligate Israel now to defend Gibeon and draw them into battle. So all of a sudden, instead of being on the offensive, Israel's having to be on the defensive, trying to defend a country, they, a, a city they should have never made a peace pact with in the first place. So the Gibeonites, of course, then sent word to Joshua in the camp of Gilgal. Do not abandon your servants. Oh, you can, just, you can just hear them. Come up to us quickly and save us, help us, because all the Amorite kings from the hill country have joined forces against us. And, of course, um, the peace pact uh, obligated. They, they couldn't break that, and so it obligated Joshua and the people of Israel to go up and to defend Gibeon. They're now off mission. They are now um, reaping the consequences of rash decisions that they did not consult the Lord with. Our lives are often cluttered with that kind of stuff. And, and, and we find ourselves just, just living through the consequences of things, we, decisions we should have never made, just because we kind of put God on the side. But, but that's why the Word of God warns us. In fact, Paul will say this to the Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 6, 14. Do not be yoked together with unbelievers. For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? And what harmony is there between Christ and Belial? 
or the idol, Baal? Or what does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? He warns us about this in marriage. He warns us about this in certain kinds of alliances that require us to compromise with sin and to overlook it. We choose God's second best. I mean, the alliances may have good intentions and maybe even part of God's purposes, but we compromise on other levels. And, and the New Testament warns us against it, and Joshua's story illustrates this powerfully. Don't go there. When you choose God's alternatives, they turn around and obligate you and, victim, and victimize you. And that's what happened in Gibeon. So, Lord, we pray that you will help us. Help us, O oh God, to be wise in the alliances we make, in the people we marry if we're single, in the business decisions we make that may compromise our moral values for the sake of higher ends we think we can justify. O oh God, help us not to be unequally yoked with that which you disapprove of. And we pray that you'll give us grace in Jesus' name. Amen.